Just in case our name Clit Talk wasn't a disclaimer enough, we wanted to let you know that this podcast is intended for a mature audience only. So if you have any little ones in the room, now is the time to maybe put some earmuffs on or escort them out. Today on Clit Talk, adult entertainment queen Nina Hartley is back. And we're talking about the evolution of porn since the age of VHS, where a romantic gal can go for an erotic storyline, and what your favorite porn stars are fighting for. Their rights. Pussy, pussy, it's gonna be a good one today. Yes. I'm talking about a clit talk, clit talk, clit talk, talking about a clit talk, clit talk, clit talk. Come on, girls and boys and everyone on the gender rainbow, bring your pussies to the show. Welcome to Clit Talk. The Pleasure Positive Podcast, where badass women discuss everything from orgasms to gender harmony to the health benefits of masturbation, the sex ed you wish you got, and then some. Hello, Clitorati. We have all the pussy posse in the studio today, along with a very special guest. She's a registered nurse. She's a sex worker activist. She's won dozens of awards for porn. The screen and magazine adult entertainment queen. Everyone welcome back the legendary Nina Hartley. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. (laughs) (laughs) Nina, so your career began literally before the internet existed. Way before the internet. (laughs) So you've seen it all from the age of VHS tapes buried in America's closet Mm -hmm. to the hyper-driven world of internet porn. What has the evolution of the porn industry been like for sex workers? We traded one thing for another. So in the early days of pre-video, so it's pre-digital and and post-digital, right? So basically going to call it pre-2000 and post-2000, although the late 90s, there was the beginning of it. So in the pre-digital age, it was much more of a funky studio system. Company A hired you to have sex with me on this set over here, pretending to be stewardesses, nurses, teachers, college girls, hey, whatever. And we get paid once and go home. Um, uh, Then for a while, uh, Female performers could then go travel on the road and do feature dancing. So they could meet with their fans personally and sell uh, lap dances and T-shirts and panties and movies and all the things. So that was a, you know, you actually, unlike Hollywood stars, porn fans get to meet their favorite performer in in clubs and hug her and take a picture with her without her top on. It's just great. Wow. And, but if a company A didn't like you, you didn't work. You know, because I did so, so it was a much more, so they were a much narrower kind of woman that was in there. Um, And so what happened, so, so the digital is no, the good thing about digital is any performer with a decent sense of time management, discipline, ambition, and, and digital understanding is their own boss. The workers now own the means of production. So I can make porn with an iPhone 10 with anybody I want at any time that I want and upload to the internet to stores that I control that sells what I, for what I want to sell it for. And I take a percentage. So now I, the also oh, the workers not only own the means of production, I own my copyright. So most of the work I do now is stuff that I have the rights to. I could do whatever, you know, if I want eventually to slog through it all and make a highlight reel of my orgasm, that would be an actually really fun loop. Um, I, you know, there's, there's a lot of work in there. So, so now um, it's more entrepreneurial. 
you have to really treat it like a business. And the women who do well here are the ones who treat it like a business and understand that the, the river of sexual commerce is it the river? So I'm like, I sit sunbathe on the bank. I'm going to have a picnic. I'm going to paint it. I'm going to have a rope swing. Am I going to water ski, jet ski, rowboat, canoe, paddleboard, parasail, dog paddle? How am I going to interact with the selling my sexuality in exchange for money? And so now instead of a guy saying, if you don't do X, Y, and Z, you don't get the gig. Me saying, you know what, I'm, this is me, and I'm going to put that out there and build my base. Because any, and we're talking about mainly females here, obviously, but any woman, no matter how, any woman, all a woman needs anymore is 100 men in the whole world to pay 50 bucks a month each. In the whole world, there's a lot of guys who are going to find you exactly, oh my God, yes. That is mind-blowing what you just said. Wow, I can't wait to listen to this episode afterwards so I can hear that. That's that and quote you because that's absolutely it's, it's, incredible. It's, you know, so now you need me need, need to learn how to do coding and, and you need to learn to be, you know, you need to be your own businesswoman and and so you can't just be a dippy model who goes, I'm really cute and pretty, so I'm take care of me. You can play that on TV, but you have to have the mind of a businesswoman and be ready to take care of yourself. Mm-hmm. All the problems I've had in my life because I was refusing to take care of myself in the financial realm which is how women, I didn't, I wasn't doing drugs. I wasn't doing needles. I wasn't doing powders. I was abusing my, I was contributing to my own financial abuse, self-abuse um, because stupid marriage, because that's all I had to suffer. Yay, me. <laughs> um, but thank God it was, thank God for, it was, I'm still happy I chose sex work. I'm just sorry I didn't go about it more smartly. So I see women in the twenties and early thirties. It's like, oh my gosh, you start now. By the time you're my age, you're going to be, you're going to have a lovely client base who loves you just the way you are, and I'm happy to go on the journey with you, and you won't have to deal with no one you don't want to. Crazy. And they'll never meet you. You don't have to touch them. I mean, it's just, it's just crazy. But now, but it is, but that sex work also is emotional caregiving. And a lot of sex workers, that is emotional labor. All the ones I know who do what they call direct service, direct provider service, say it's 68% emotional caretaking mm-hmm. and 20% physical anything. Mm-hmm. And that is, that's, how, that's how broken our culture is. Um, that, that, so I always call sex workers, the frontline, the frontline workers on the gender wars, the trench warfare. Mm-hmm. I see, I see me and my coworkers as, you know, Florence Nightingale or Clara Barton. People are really, really isolated and hurt and lonely and hurting. Mm-hmm. And how can we help them? Mm-hmm. Because if, the, it, and, and men do a lot of the really violent, bad things out there. And that's just anger that they can't express any other way mm-hmm. because they weren't mm-hmm. given tools for it mm-hmm. and they probably weren't held enough as kids. I mean, yeah. seriously. So we see the long-term, we know the long-term effects of how, mm-hmm. of, of not properly caring for, for young mm-hmm. people, which makes us actually on the southern, southern border just mm-hmm. mind-blowing. Well, you're a parent. It, it just, it just, it makes my head explode. Yeah. It, it almost sounds like there's an opening in this modern day age to bring back the world of geishas, you know, women who weren't there to have sex with. They were there to pour you tea and talk with you and be play games and be silly and make yeah. you feel like a big shot oh yeah but they did have sex yeah. with these guys too but you can also well, be, you know but some did and didn't. yeah some but did and certainly some, but you, some so didn't. um there are plenty of people there are plenty of escorts you can hire that 
and 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 not expect sex with if you're paying mm-hmm. for their time mm-hmm. and you'll pay less money if mm-hmm. you just want her to be with you for two hours at dinner and hold your hand and stroke your head and go mm-hmm. hey baby how was it today yeah there, there are plenty of attractive young women in la who will be happy to sit with somebody for a couple hours and also ladies you can hire this too if you always wanted to talk to a sex worker hire her pay her rate show her respect and she'll tell you all kinds of things over dinner yeah, absolutely. So I have a I have a friend that was just in Japan and he rented an Airbnb and the girl that he rented the Airbnb from actually wanted to cut for him to stay there, let her stay there too so they could cuddle. Oh. And it was like she, he was paying for the Airbnb to then cuddle with the girl and like he did it. Like there and apparently there are people in Japan now that just pay people to come over and cuddle. Yeah, yeah. Or pay people to they're come cuddle, over they're, and they're wipe cuddle, their they're, tears. They're a cuddle party. Can you, they're, 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 yeah. no, but also, <laughs> there are professional cuddlers saying. here. There are people who are professional cuddlers. It's like 80 bucks an hour, you know, to go have someone sit there and hold you in their lap and go, hey, you know, and cheaper than therapy, which is a buck and a quarter, buck 50, 200 bucks an hour. Yeah, and sometimes that's and your therapist won't do that for they you. They can't. They're not You're permitted. You're not going to put your head so in their lap and be like, "Please, mommy, me now." Please stroke my forehead yeah. for an, you know, and and so it's super healing. So if, if I wasn't so weird as to do actual porn, that is on the so if doing porn is a ten on that scale, being a professional cuddler is a, a two. I'm willing to exchange my emotional support for money to hear, right. Shoot, I'm a great cuddler. I can yeah. make some money. You I could, know. no, you could, I no. Have but you'd have to, but you'd, you'd also have to deal with people's Asian female fantasies. Sorry. So <laughs> you don't want, <laughs> she already does. So, so you talked about the, the great things about the digital age coming to be is that women are more empowered, they get to be their own bosses. Are there any negative impacts on sex workers from the digital age? Oh, uh, well, sure. Sesta, the biggest the biggest setback for workers in the digital age is the passage of SESTA-FOSTA. Um, the SESTA is sex, a Stop Enabling Sex Trafficking Act. And the fight, if you look up, if you look in your magic boxes, SESTA-FOSTA, there's a House bill and the Senate bill, which now has made third-party hosting sites liable for anything illegal, air quotes, that is advertised. So it, it, uh, Whoa. Uh, it's really, really dangerous. And, I, and my friend did get back to me to find out more about this and why. So if you want to be a feminist ally to sex workers, you will um, uh, check out thewhorecast.com and survivorsagainstsesta.org. And how do you spell SESTA? S-E-S-T-A. Stop Enabling Sex Trafficking Act. And this endangers it's sex endangers workers, sex right? workers. How, explain to us how it endangers. So, you know, so there's always, the moral panic has long said that out there, there are terrible, terrible people who are preying upon young white girls and selling them into white slavery. This goes back to 1900. Um, the Chinaman, the, the Negro is going to take your, going to offer her marijuana. And it's, it's, it's super, super just playing on, on all the racial bias and all the things like queer white womanhood and all the things. So people who are very much against, who are very much into policing other people's bodies are especially hysterical around sex work. And one thing about sex work and sex trafficking, it's an issue that both the radical right and the radical so-called left can agree on because both are very authoritarian um, mindset uh, ideologies, and they really do depend um, whether from left or right on policing women's bodies and choices. Uh, so 
many sex workers, some people do survival sex work, many sex workers like their job. They just like not to be arrested or killed. I basically like, I flexible hours. I get to, you know, I get to set my own rates and my boundaries. You know, I, I like this work. And when the, with the with back page and Craigslist, um, uh, um, uh, adults only section, sex workers who were tech savvy were able to move off the street and into a place where they could screen and, and you could talk to other sex workers. So this guy saying he's Johnny, good, not Johnny do good. You know, he's a terrible client. It's, they could talk amongst themselves about dangerous clients. They could screen clients and set their rate and, and just, and, and no longer need a pimp because they're working as their own manager. So what this did, and it was a uh, line of defense, it was a line of safety, it gets them off the street and then they enabled, it was just a good thing. So now in the, in the zeal to get traffickers, I mean, you stop them advertising on the internet, you sell it to reach girls. They have, of course, changed, changed the rule, which now makes websites liable and IPs liable. And so in, in the abundance of caution, they're dropping any and all sex-related um, advertising. So now those women who had finally gotten themselves off the street are now forced back onto the street. And the pimps are coming out, you know, old former pimps are coming. So, hey, so, so they're back. So this is not helping anybody. And the traffickers are still going to traffic because criminals be criminals. So does that mean the back, are the back pages shut down? Back pages shut down. Um, um, all but one or two two of the places where these women advertise have, have been shut down. So it makes, and despite, this is why I'm so mad at Kamala Harris um, and Elizabeth Warren, you know, not this, a fan either. Yeah. Um, just, just that, just that, and sex work has got a whole, they try to tell this is not good for us. So, you know, women's voices matter. Women's stories matter. And, and so, but as soon as sex workers are saying, here's what matters to us. Oh, you poor trafficked, you prostituted woman. Oh, we're going to save you. Don't need saving bitch. Yeah. I need to get, I need, so, and now since banking and banks were private businesses, so now sex workers are also having their bank accounts shut down and their, and their assets frozen because the bank doesn't approve the what kind of way they make their living. So it's really, really draconian. It's very dangerous. And a lot of sex workers are queer and disabled, you know, because it's a job you can do from home. It's a job you can do, you can, you can provide a certain kind of thing that you can physically do. I mean, so it's just, it's, it's really, it's like everything out of the Trump people. It is mean. It is cruel. It is anti what they say it's about because trafficking is going to go on. It's not as big as they say it is, but yes, some people are illegally put into the sexual commercial system. But if you decriminalized prostitution, consensual prostitution, there can be no such thing. Women cannot consent to be raped. Shut the fuck up. Oh, is that what's being said? Yeah, that, that that always all said that, prostitution that, is consent to be raped. Yes. So, so, many, oh. so, so, whether you're a Christian or an anti anti pornography feminist, anti sex work feminist, anti labor feminist, I don't have a, I don't have the I don't have the brains or the right or the wherewithal to say how I will dispose of my body because you know the men's. So this makes me so angry. I'm. Fucking pissed right now. Yeah, I'm itching. Yeah, yeah. I'm like squirming yeah, now. Yeah, no. You. It just, I just want. I just so want to. And and, ha- and and it's ignorant. It's mean. And half these men use the services. So it's all about hypocrisy because you Probably know more than half. Right. Oh, so I, I mentioned we that, already um, know that. So there's um, uh, the horecast.com, survivorsagainstessa.org, and also and on Twitter um, at APAC Social A P A C. Social. That's Adult Performer Advocacy Committee on Twitter, and they do a lot of uh, uh, 
advocacy. Yes, 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 about about this. And so, but what's so a good thing about digital, going back to digital, because of digital age, the sex workers are now organizing in a way that was not possible 30 years ago um, because the internet. So there's a, a SWOP is Sex Worker Outreach Project, and SWOP USA, SWOP New Zealand, SWOP Australia, you know, so there are lots of, there's a Red Umbrella Alliance, there's a Desiree Alliance, there's lots of sex worker groups on Twitter and Facebook mm-hmm. that are, um, that are there to support each other. And they're the ones that, you know, I think June 2nd was uh, the Red Umbrella marches all around the world. Mm-hmm. Um, right. And a Europe, lot of us saw that on, and, on social media. Yeah. We saw sex workers yeah. come out. Finally. And there's also National Whores Day. Yeah, yeah. The, the second, the second. The second, yeah. Right. And we saw people actually sharing, you know, what that this was important to them. Yeah. So, so, so we're, we're reducing horse stigma, meaning people who are direct providers can now say, I'm, proud of this job. It's still illegal what they do, but they're no longer going, oh my gosh, what if my mother finds it? So they're out. Um, so that's a, that's a step in the right direction. But the rule, the rules are still very draconian and very dangerous. And now, of course, going back to having condoms in their purse as proof of, of being a prostitute. They don't even have, they don't even have to um, catch you talking to somebody. They can just use the fact you're trying to... Put, Sexual profiling. Like no, no, but they, they, they can... They, yeah. I know exactly, but so so um, years ago, Patricia Alexander, um, an early lesbian sex worker supporter back in the 80s, but back when the porn wars were raging heavily, um, said as long as any woman can be arrested for, a, for presumption of prostitution, no woman is safe. Mm-hmm. You know, because a nurse sitting on the bench at night by herself with her coat has been has been mm-hmm. arrested for soliciting. She's just it is, so it's just mm-hmm. because be, because they get to, they say they get to police women's bodies. I don't like the cut of your jib. I'm taking you. You might be a hoe, and it happened. It happens all the time. And then hey, you know. And so many police officers over the last many 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 decades, um, you know, end up <clears throat> soliciting or extorting sexual services in return for a look. I could take you downtown. Oh no! It would just take a long time. I mean, it's you know, so we can just get the blowjob right here. And this, this, there's there's cop being caught on camera getting a blowjob in the uniform on the hood of their car. You know, so it's crazy. So so the idea, the, so the idea that so so for me, decriminalization, not legalization, is what um, you know, decrim, decriminalization of consensual sex work is what we want. We do not want legalization because in the, with legalization, then the state becomes your pimp. With legalization of pot, the state mm-hmm. now had the big old fat hand mm-hmm. in that, That's and you right, see, right. And, you, and you see how we do not want it to be legalized. They have legalized prostitution in parts of Nevada, and and it's just sucky. I mean, the, the women are stuck in the middle of nowhere, and they can't come and go as they please, and they and it just no decriminalization. Mm-hmm. And that way, we can work in pairs, and also, but under this rule, so um, because pimping and pandering are so. So let's say you're you're you are my disabled mother. I'm supporting you. I'm paying our rent with sex work. I can lose my home and you can lose your source of income and you can be charged with pandering because you're living off the proceeds of a prostitute. And my my landlord can be in trouble because he is making money off of the proceeds of a prostitute. And that's how, and that's how, and that's how, and that is how they have pushed back on prostitution in uh, Sweden. Um, and so you can't find a place to live and you can't find, you know, and then the own people, since if you criminalize the, consumer and not the provider, um, then only criminals will come and see you. And so that really nice Wednesday regular with the baby seat in his car. I liked him, but he's not gonna make himself a criminal because he has a baby seat in the car and has a family to go home to. So it's, it's, it, uh, you know, 
all consensual sex it's where it needs to be decriminalized. It exists everywhere. Is and there the, any country that you're looking at right now where you go, okay, now that's a system that could work? Denmark, uh, Holland, you know, but um, there and Germany, I think, has a pretty decent, and I think France, they have a, they have a union. They're the saying, oh, when prostitutes man. unite, powerful men tremble. Because we carry their secrets, and they often feel, we mean the collective we, you know, carry their secrets, and they often feel no compunction to end up by treating us horribly. And it's like, um... Yeah, no, if you're, if, for example, if you're a congressperson and you regularly, you know, vote against gay rights things, but regularly also see gay hustlers, I think you should be outed as a hypocrite. Absolutely. And it makes complete sense that lawmakers over the course of history would <coughs> continually create laws that box sex workers in, that leave them powerless as much as possible because powerful sex workers could, just like you said, expose their secrets fascinating. This is so fascinating. It's incredible to hear your voice come out as someone who's saying, I'm not a victim. I don't do this because something really bad happened to me and I'm still trying to work it out. You do it as a choice and it's because of something that you want. And I think that it's important for, for people in this country and beyond to hear those stories and to hear that's possible. Because when I was growing up, I was told that anyone who chose to to do any sort of sex work, stripping, mm-hmm. prostitution. Mm-hmm. It was because they were probably raped or whatever as they were growing up. And so da, da, da. Even so, even if someone is is more open to having sex with, with people for money because of whatever from their childhood, that still doesn't mean that we all have the right to say, nope, this, is, un- this is an unacceptable business for you to do yeah. if you're consenting to it and the other person and, is too. And it was very difficult, hard for me to, it took me a while. I saw, and I've seen many, many people consent to do things that were ultimately not the best thing for them. But as a feminist, I have to let you make your own mistakes. I can say, sweetheart, you should probably stop doing anal. I can see that's very hard on you. It's hard on your spirit and you're trying too hard to please everybody. I highly recommend that you stop doing that. She has to be the one to say, I'm brave enough to say no to things I don't want to do. Um, so as a, I'm a mother hen. And so I just have to, you know, you're going to suffer as long as you need to suffer. You're going to make your own mistakes. However, I've seen a lot of mistakes and I recommend highly you move back to just doing girl, girl, because boy, girl clearly is traumatic for you. So you should, I can see it on your face. You just are gritting your teeth when you're near a penis. You should stop being your penises. (laughs) I don't know. Crazy. Call me crazy. You have the choice. Right. You do have the choice. So just because someone is having a bad time did not mean they did not consent to be there. Now, do they understand they have the power to leave or they still stuck in the, but I have to please another person. I didn't stay 20 years in a bad marriage because I knew, I, I knew I had the power to leave. I didn't have the strength to leave. Yeah. I didn't have the insight that, wait, I, I, I can end this. I don't have to wait for them to stop being stupid. I, I, I can leave. And that took me 20 years to get to that point. Absolutely. Or just like any other job that people have where they're doing something that they don't want to be doing, but they're just kind of tolerating it and they're gritting their teeth. But sex is, sex is even worse because if sex is your job and you hate your job, then sex cannot no longer be a relief from your job and mm-hmm. a respite and a safe sanctuary and a fun place to go mm-hmm. from your job. Yeah. It's really important that any sex work. work you do it is the right sex work for you. How did you, how did you start? Um, I started, I was, I'm sorry, I started, um, it was 1982 and I had known I was bisexual for a long time. Um, but I ended up, I started dancing in 1982, started movies in 84, got my degree in 85. you wanted to pay your nursing. I wanted to be okay, your naked I love lady. you guys lots. I'm going to crack the whip. <laughs> I, we, we only we have 15 have minutes left and we have a couple yeah. more things. I'm so good. Okay. So from what I've seen, 
in my experience with porn, which is sort of limited, but I've taken a good gander around. What I've found is that porn is really geared towards men. So does porn that appeals to a romantic woman who wants a beautiful fantasy with a decent storyline, an erotic seduction scene, and a hot fuck at the end, does that exist? Oh, totally exists. Um, Where I would, can we find it? Um, Wicked Pictures is the the king of the feature, the story feature. And lots of smoldering and lots of, and they have some comedies too. Um, if you like parodies, if you like comedy laughing, the parodies are fun. You know, I, I did a Three's Company parody. It did, it, so if you don't mind laughing with your porn, yeah. the, the, uh, the parody, movie parodies and TV show parodies are just a hoot. It's just like, it's so busy laughing. It's like you're in high school again. It's, it's so funny. Um, Wicked Pictures, um, Andrew Blake, well, he didn't know a lot of fucking. He's just a lot of beautiful stuff, beautiful women and beautiful architecture, wearing beautiful clothes, not doing a whole lot. Um, uh, if you don't mind queer sex uh, with people who are non-gender binary, anything from pink and white visuals. Um, they are super inclusive, super non-binary, gay, queer. They're fabulous, ethical working. Oh, of course, anything by Candida Royale. Duh. My gosh, she's the queen. She's the Candida Royale. Femme Productions, F-E-M-M-E Productions. She is available from adamandeve.com. Uh, Anything by Candida has going to have a full script, full character story. She did the writing, producing, directing, editing, had music score for everything. She's very heterosexual, wow. so most of the sex is heteronormative. Very little anal, n- n- nothing uglier. So Candida Royale, and she did about 14 movies. So you can totally start there. She is amazing. Wow. wow. Yeah, you do. Yeah, you do. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, no. Candida. Candida. Candida Royale. But what's nice about Candida is that any woman can watch her movies and know that a woman was in hundred percent in charge the entire time. Wow. Candida. That's her nom de porn. (laughs) So, what do you think could change in porn that could serve women better, both the women working in it and the women watching? Um, for the women watching, they need to understand that there's so much out there that eventually you'll find something that works for you. And maybe it's not porn. Maybe it's drawings. Maybe it's paintings. Maybe it's poems. Maybe it's stories. Maybe it's, I, who, I don't know. So it doesn't have to be porn, but from, there's, from mile to while, there's some pictures of something out there that, so just listen to your Volvo when it goes, just follow that. <laughs> As if, you're, if your clip's going, it's like that, something just to pay, to pay, look further into, pay attention to, to make women, porn better for women in it. Um, we just, you know, need to just keep pushing back on horse stigma and, uh, and, um, and making sure that our bank accounts are not, you know, frozen because mm-hmm. some guy in a suit somewhere decided that I don't like what you're doing. Except when I'm asking you for it and paying you myself. There you go. Um, <laughs> and all, but also, it's women consumers, don't forget that any stripper would love, when we see women come into strip clubs, if you want to go talk to a stripper, bring, you know, bring, you know, if you want to bring, bring 50 bucks and just find and say, here's $50 and have half an hour of your time. She will be so happy to sit down and take a load off and talk to like, honor our time with money. And we will, you can ask us anything. And that goes for if you wanted to have a woman come over and give you a massage. There's something called bondage, bondage. So the recipient is um, uh, 
light restrained on the bed. They have headphones and a blindfold and the person just gives you an amazing massage using their body. It's not sexual. I mean, I mean, it's, it's not, it's not, it's not, you're not going to get fucked, but it's, but, but it's erotic. And, and so bondage, B-O-N-D-A-S-S-A-G-E. And so there are ways, like there that. are ways. So there, so are, no, so, so there, so there are ways for women to safely inter, safely access sexual commerce. Because it's we don't if we don't go home with someone for free we don't want to tell them here's how I want it here's why I'm 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 paying you to touch me all over except for where I would be except for my bikini bottoms you cannot go under the panty but other than that please touch me all over for an hour and leave you know and they will do that if you pay here here's your fee and I'm going this is a fun gig okay you know thank you very much ma'am I'll be on my way and then wow. leaving you to whatever to to masturbate after I go. And so once, once you can imagine, what do I want? There is someone out there who will negotiate that with you for a set price and a time and a place and the thing. And then they will leave you and they will not contact you because they know better. They know we're, we're a service provider. When you need service, call us. And in the meantime, we're living our lives and we're, we're okay. Amazing. So for those listeners out there who... They just wish that their boyfriend would run his fingernails lightly across their back for half an hour. They could just actually hire a bondage yeah. professional to or, or just or just or even any professional. I mean, if you want you want to be a gay boy, any sex worker. Sex worker is a sex worker. So so if you want to be a gay boy because you're a straight chick, okay. There's plenty of beautiful young men who will wear a small bathing suit and. And pet your back for an hour for some money and be nice to you. I mean, so and, and then they leave and they don't have to worry about. Did he like me? Doesn't. He and then to, how do you access these people? Um, well, these are, well because it's at the FOSTA, it's very hard now. You, I would you used to say go to you know rentboys.com or go to you know rentagirlfriend.com, and and it's very hard now to do that. Um, I'll have to get back to you. That's some bullshit. Of course it's some bullshit, sugar. Of course it is. So now it's just referrals only. Um, I'm just wondering if you would honor us at the end of every show. We do the pussy chant I love that chant. Yeah. Oh, good. So would you lead us off with the pussy chant, Nina Hartley? Give me a P. P. Give me a U. U. Give me an F. S. Give me another S. S. Give me a Y. Y. What's that spell? Pussy. Why are we here? Pussy. What makes the world worth living in? Pussy. 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 We love you, Nina. Pussy. Make me happy, okay. pussy. Make me happy in the morning. So, Nina, thank you so much for coming on our show and keeping it real since 1982. Um, this was really a valuable conversation for all of us. I know I learned so much. And we want to give our re- our listeners a couple of resources to reach out to you as well. Nina has some amazing training videos. Uh, they are explicit, so don't watch them at work. But you can find all of her training videos at Nina.com. You can follow her Twitter at Nina Land and take action at Survivors Against SESTA.org. Yes. Yeah. Perfect. Awesome. Thank you for being with us today, Nina. Thank you for having me.